0: in the Sky Media. This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Three, two, one. Welcome back, Murder Chronicles Nation, to yet another bonus episode of the Murder Chronicles. My name is Brandon. I produce the show alongside Carolyn Osorio. Carolyn, always lovely to see you. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great. How are you, Brando?
1: Brando. I, am, I am ready for vacation. My kids are done with school for the year. We had a banger of an 11-year-old birthday party at my house last night. Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh. 15, 15 girls slept over my house last night. 15 11-year-olds. And they're the worst. 11 to 15 are like the worst people in the world. Um, and they're mean and they're, they know how to hurt you. And uh,
0: you yeah. personally.
1: Yeah. 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 Me personally. But then at the same time, Oh my they...
0: God. Murder Chronicles nation. We know Brandon's weakness. 11 year old <laughs> girls. Woo! Oh
1: no. Cause they just, they're so honest and, and then they're mean. And, but then, uh, but then, so I was, I, I, I went to the piano cause I learned a Brian Adams song. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh my God. You're looking for the approval of 11 year olds. So so I was playing
1: the Brian Adams song, heaven. Oh, right. And I was rocking it. Okay. (laughs) And I can't sing a note. I can't sing a note, but I hear from behind me, just an anonymous voice. Your dad's a great singer. Are you fucking kidding me? I stopped what I was doing. Like, who said that? You're my new best friend. Let's talk. Let's start a band. Like, I was, Mm -hmm. I was enamored by this eleven year old girl who just gave my life meaning by saying that I was a good singer.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what? I am like, I'm, I'm stopping myself from psychoanalyzing you to the point (laughs) of like shreds. But hey, I get it. I've been there. I've been there. I know. I get it. So it was a success. You were the cool dad.
1: All of a sudden I went from the grumble, 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 pick that up and don't break stuff and don't hurt my cat to like, (laughs) whatever you guys want. This is the best party ever. Yeah. Just like that. I'm uh... so easily flattered, you know, Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. it was, uh,
1: but it was fun. Um, No one got hurt. We didn't lose anybody. Uh, everyone ate and had a great time. and uh um, uh, it was just so you know, you know how it is seeing your kids surrounded by friends and stuff it's 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 great seeing them succeed socially and academically and all that. so yeah, it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome. so
0: yeah, those, those are those are the times, you know, it's like yeah. those moments of of like recognition and you you do the knuckle bump with your spouse and you're Absolutely. like, we're, ah. getting
1: we're getting it yeah. done.
0: So cool. We're so good. good. So I'm glad you had that.
1: Yeah. So you know, now on the other end of the spectrum is this story. Oof.
0: Okay. Well, let me just uh, let me just tell you, I'm setting up some boundaries. Okay. Because you said you wanted forensics.
1: What I love about this.
0: It's going to be nothing but forensics. So, mm. so hold on.
1: Yeah. Well. All right. Here's what I liked about it. I like the detective, the the woman about um, Mo, Mo, uh, using all of your senses and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's super like old school. Like, what does it smell like? Like, what what is it? You know, what am I looking at? Like, what is this? Yeah, I, that was really was interesting.
0: Like Sherlock Holmes. I was like, okay, don't mm. say Sherlock Holmes.
1: Right. No, no, but really, really interesting listening to her. And then I also I had no idea what the crime was going to be for a mm-hmm. long time. The kid wasn't even on my radar that a kid was going to get fucking kidnapped out of her bedroom. I thought it was going to be like a murder for hire because a swinger thing went went sideways and, you know, and and whatever. Um, so I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. And then, and I felt it like crept up on me. I'm like, oh man, when you said that he didn't check, he didn't
0: on, check on the kids. I know I couldn't decide if I should put it. that there, but I was like, I got to put that there. Yeah. Should
1: that, I not have put that there? No, no, it was it was great. It was that was like the hammer dropping. You know, at first I'm like, ooh, it's gonna be a sex crime or it's gonna be something crazy. And then mm-hmm. no, it's some, you know, I guess just never trust a guy who owns an RV, I guess is the bottom line. I'm kidding. I take that back. You take that <laughs> my, back. my neighbor owns an RV and he's a wonderful man. Um, <laughs> no, what I okay, so. And I don't know if you did it on purpose, but it had a wonderful, wonderful effect. You 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 threw a lot of names and relationships at us in the in the first like ten minutes, right? We have Brenda Van Dam, the husband Damon. We have David Westerfield. You we have friend Barbara and Denise and Danielle, the daughter, and like all these names. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, all right, what's the swinger like core? You know,
0: I you were gonna ski right? into that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm analyzing it. I'm like, all right. So Brenda and or, or damon and barbara were like hooking up and brenda would like to sit in the doorway and watch like kind of weird but kind of cool and sexy right and then maybe denise kind of got into it a little bit sometimes so damon was like getting all of the action a lot it right?
0: sounds like well it sounds like brenda was getting a little on the side too
1: yeah yeah brenda but- was getting hers brenda was definitely brenda, getting hers yeah. Brenda was. yeah yeah and then he, and then so is david the neighbor was he like you know desert dave was he like some like outcast kind of guy who maybe wasn't in on the on the group sex thing and so he goes he
0: totally wasn't he was not in on it they just met like Mm -hmm. like a week before right or two weeks
1: yeah but he would have he would have been been willing i'm sure this westerfield guy maybe i don't know he was i'm
0: sure he would have but he was older you know and uh I mean, not like there's anything wrong with that. I uh, you know, not, I'm just saying like, you know, when you are running in like PTA circles and you've got little kids and she's a stay-at-home mom and I feel like that was right. probably the reason why their paths didn't cross. But then all of a sudden, once they did, he's like, Hey, you know, hook me up with your friend. And she's like, okay. And, right. and so, you know, that's all that it took.
1: Now knowing what we don't know how it ends, but we know ultimately what happened. I mean, would you lend any any credence to a really kind of insidious kind of planning on the part of David that the reason he wanted to be introduced to the group was because he'd been pressing his fucking face against the screen and watching the girls play in the backyard, right? I mean, was that a means I mean, to an I end? That,
0: I think that that's the insidious part about this case is that the premeditation, the... Right. the like looking at pressing his face up against and he finds out that the husband's going to be out of town. And then he goes out and parties and I just kind of lost it about the dirty dancing thing, because I'm like, what is this guy doing? Right. You know, he's totally like, what, what is this? Because I mean, an, Admittedly, it's been forever since I've been in that type of a situation, but you're on the dance floor and you're just like, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's I, my jam. That's my jam. Not,
0: stop. Oh my gosh. Please stop. Okay. The
1: lumbata, I'm all about the lumbata. You know, us Gen X kids, that's, that's how we okay. came up.
0: Let me see. If- imagining your gym actually right now <laughs> hey ladies you want me to sing bright adams i can't sing but <laughs>
1: <laughs> no now i think i can because an 11 year old validated me
0: okay 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 hey <laughs> okay, okay so you know you're going to be out there doing the macarena <laughs> you know you're going to be like listen
1: i'm more of a Lombada guy like i said i uh, i'm i'm, I'm Lombada, like all the way okay macarena is for beginners
0: I'm time you like make fun of my moves okay the point the point is is that you can see how the night was going and she was just probably like okay you know david okay
1: yeah this this guy maybe yeah
0: (laughs) just kind of like are you
1: all shoulders when you dance normally
0: i I know no i'm just i'm i'm just trying to imagine like 50 year old guy when i'm like you know whatever age she is like
1: i'm a 50 year old (laughs) guy and i can move Okay.
0: I see you just judging me. I see, I don't, i let me see your moves. Okay. You're, I, you're I, not I, really,
1: I listen. When okay, I, was now you're going to be like, old, we
0: don't even have time to talk about the moves that I possess. When I
1: was 12 years old, I was convinced I was going to be a professional break dancer for the rest oh, of my I, life. Okay. I
0: knew how to do this. So don't yeah. even, don't okay.
1: even. Okay. Okay. Beginner, listen. I listen.
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you have like the cardboard in your backyard?
1: You name it, I had it. I had I had the windbreaker with the matching pants, several different outfits. I had a breakdance name. I was in a crew. Yeah, oh yes. Okay. So just recognize, please. Did you,
0: did you have a gold chain?
1: I did not have a gold chain. I thought that would be, that was a bridge too far for me. I would have been a little bit of a poser. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I'm not going to demean Mr. Westerfield for his dance moves. I will demean him for being a dirty fucking child kidnapping, you know, monster, but not saying that he can't dance. Okay.
0: But but you know what? I mean, the fact that he was trying to dance with the mother of the little girl that he was going to go and kidnap and like that kind of like, what is that?
1: I'm going to push back on that for a second Okay. because, because, That, in my opinion, that line of of reasoning hits a roadblock, right? When, if he had been planning it, like you're saying, premeditation, it still required someone forgetting to lock a door for him to pull it off. It was still a crime of opportunity. Wouldn't you agree? If, if, If 99 nights out of 100, that door's locked, he's shit out of luck.
0: I mean, it was just like the dog barking with the the voice box. Like I think they, that it was on his oh, side. Fuck them, the also. Season. By the way,
1: removing their dog's voice box, they could fuck right off. But okay, <laughs> okay. but um, but but so, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like he could. I mean, I all he wants. I do, I do yeah.
0: see. I do see what you're saying. I just, I feel like you know, we've left our doors unlocked and it's random when you, I mean, not on purpose, but like, sometimes, you know, it's like, if we have a bunch of French doors and you know, it's like yeah. we think that they're locked and then somebody, you know, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, it happens, you know, and they had that alarm system that right. they kept checking. You know? I, under,
1: I understand that it happens. And, and that's, but that's my point. Like, was it, was it awful, terrible luck that, the night that this guy decided to to pull off this 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 caper that it also happened to coincide with the night where the guy forgets to lock the door. Like that's you know because listen, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. And this is true. Since I've been doing this show with you, I have not gone to bed once without double and triple checking every door and every window that it was locked. Because of this.
0: Hey, don't do this to me. Okay.
1: Doing it right at you, baby, right at you. That's why.
0: It's, fine. it's okay. fine, I'm keeping your family safe.
1: Yes, I agree. So that element of it, it 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 makes it very interesting for me, right? Like, was it premeditated? Also, a crime of opportunity? Was there luck involved? And 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 it just and it it kills me thinking of this poor dad.
0: It breaks my heart I, thinking oh. about the poor dad. But but I agree. I completely agree because and that's where I got caught up with the dirty dancing, because it's like, does he know? And then like, was like saying how arrogant he was. So did he know as he's like all drunk and like doing the dirty dancing with the mother that he's going to leave and, and he's going to go check any doors to see if there's any opportunity. Okay.
1: I think that's more likely. And, and, and unfortunately, I think that, that it was, Awful, and and listen. If there's something in in part two that I'm that I'm spoiling, then just don't answer me. But I think that that was awful luck that it, it was that that he's dirty dancing with this woman. He goes, "Wow, this is the mom of this little girl I've been perving after from my upstairs bathroom for a long time," and I'm emboldened enough now where I could have an excuse if I'm caught in the house. Okay, so I'm gonna go try. And if I, if oh, I get, Wait a second,
0: that's an interesting thing that I didn't think of. What is the excuse? Like, hey, I wanted more, and so I went back. Yeah,
1: to I thought, to I, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I was reading you wrong. Your body was telling me to come in and join you in bed. You know, that kind of hey,
0: thing. I just saw your shoulders shake.
1: You That's did my mood. my I, move.
0: I know that's exactly what I'm saying. It's exactly like my move that you just criticized me. You just did the same freaking move. I don't me. think
1: I did. It was it was unconscious. I I have no idea. It, the, the the sex appeal just oozes off me. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do.
0: You're picking it up for me. You maybe it. I am.
1: Maybe just I am. Just
0: So you know. Okay. But so,
1: that, so what I'm saying I think
0: an interesting point that 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 right. could have been cuz I was just thinking, you know, it sounds like he was really like sloppy drunk himself. And yeah. then he like, but then was he really, because he, he, there had to be some dexterity, some quiet, you know, he had to stealthily well, see, get in. And there.
1: that's the next thing I'm saying. I thought, I thought about your wonderful kind of expose on, on Ramirez, right? Like, remember when he like wound up in that hotel room, right? Like that was an escalation, right? Yeah. This isn't something that you just do the first time you're like, I really want this kid. I'm going to go into her fucking house. I haven't been in, I don't even know where her bedroom is. Like, how did he even find her?
0: Well, what's interesting is that their homes were the similar, you know, I think like, you know they have the similar, the the same- Footprint
1: layouts, yeah.
0: Right. And he was looking through their their that window into their backyard. I'm sure he, you know how, when people are looking at you and you can see, you know, you can see stuff just by observation. Like you can hear, they're so close that they can hear doors close. Mom, okay, I'm going to go. And, you know, you hear, I mean, I'm not saying that he had a bird's eye view of the entire place, but clearly he did because he was able to stealthily. Yeah. There's only so many,
1: there's only so many bedrooms in a house. That's a good point. That's a good point. But what I'm saying is this, is that. I don't know if you go over this in part two, I'm not sure, but I would imagine that I would be, it'd be hard to convince me that this was the first time he did something like this, because this is a major yeah. undertaking, right? The balls on someone to go into a strange house. How did he keep her quiet as she left? How did he, you know what I mean? Like, like, how did he know when to go in, mm-hmm. when to give it a try? Like, had he been staking the house out? Like I I really, it, it's, it's, it's really strange. Um, if this was this guy's the, the first time he did something like this.
0: And look at his road trip. I mean, I think that tells you he was unprepared and was like, he's yeah, crisscrossing, and I
1: was stuck (laughs) in the sand, and I (laughs) overpaid and I lost my wallet. Yeah,
0: (laughs) right. But then it's like the dry cleaners. Like he's almost like given up. I'm the
1: fucking clothes dipshit.
0: I know. Oh, that's
1: it's it's cashmere. What are you fucking talking about? I
0: know. I know. That's what makes me think that like this was and i don't want to because there is i do go into this in part two so i don't Mm want to yeah yeah, i don't want to go too much but there's going to be tons of forensics and i i think that it's the first part of it of being completely brazen and getting stealthily getting in there and playing the mom and when they went for the you know i think he's been he was planning this because the girl scout cookies and um you know he was thinking about it you know
1: and all the kitty porn and shit on his computer. Oh, this fucking guy. So, all right. So let's talk about Mo a little bit, the detective.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because like I said, she's fucking okay. great. She's great. Yeah. Um now again. I've, I've I've expressed this opinion to you before. Uh I love the hose thing and I hate the hose thing. Okay. I knew you were.
0: Would- that. Yes, I'm, you like the senses. I was like, I know I'm putting this in, and he's going to be like, "Fuck your senses." <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, all we have are our senses. I get it, but don't
0: set on me.
1: For her, for Mo to say the lawn was immaculate and cared for, someone who cared so much for this lawn wouldn't leave a hose draped across it. Unless they had a lot of shit on their mind and they were they needed to get out of here quickly. Okay, now it could be a thousand different things. It doesn't have to be that. Maybe as a gardener, right? No. Maybe the gardener got a call, emergency, and had to leave. Maybe maybe it was the guy and he stubbed his toe and right and got hurt and had to go inside. So there's a lot of reasons. I understand that, and good for Mo. She was saying like. That that means nothing, on its mm-hmm. face by itself, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But it was enough for her to look at this guy, right? And that's where it gets me a little bit.
0: Well, and here's the thing: she, the first, the patrol officers were the first people that were managing the rest. Yeah. You know, they were trying to find the little girl, and they. She's like, they did a great job. They're pu- they're bringing in the cavalry. They're bringing in the people that have this detective experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, in all of her vast experience, and I mean, I can say that, like, when I'm interviewing people and I, you get a vibe for somebody, you totally, um, and I, and I think that it, she said, Oh my
1: gosh, you, yeah, oh
0: is that it? Is that the move? Wait, I missed it because I was like, Oh, was you said you get a vibe
1: it. for people and I was vibing. It. That's all. I know, I
0: okay. you know, I know. Wait, that, that, that. I could could see that's a little bit better than my game. Just a little bit.
1: (laughs) Just a little little taste. Keeping it Okay.
0: Okay, Well, right. So,
1: right. You get a vibe for people. Yes.
0: Okay. So let me finish this because she she said it. She goes, it's not evidence, but it is an anomaly. And it's something that she wanted to follow up on. Right. And she was very clear that like, this is, he wasn't here his lawn is come i mean you have you ever had a neighbor like this i have but and- devil's
1: advocate devil's advocate uh no. it's a leap to call it an anomaly absent any other information she's in a vacuum here she rolls up and she goes well that's a nice lawn i would think that someone wouldn't leave a hose draped across it how does she like how does she know right she has i i, I get it and i i completely respect instincts because i'm not a cop and she's got tons of experience and i get it but you know all i'm saying is that what if the hose wasn't there? Does that mean they never would have looked at this guy? Right. Or, I
0: think that they were or like, what if there's a
1: perfectly rational explanation for the hose being there.
0: Well, he wasn't, they weren't going to really look at him. He wasn't even on their radar. He was out of town.
1: Right. So no hose. Then he would have gotten away with it. That scares the shit out of me.
0: Well, that's what I said to her. I was like, well, so he wasn't, well, you heard her answer. I said, yeah. so he wasn't on your radar. And she said, no, but they were going to obviously talk to him. Yeah. right. Yeah. So they were going to talk to him. But like that hose really kind of raised the red flag of, okay, not only is he not here and then we've got this hose. So we're going to go back and we're going to talk to him. And then there was just more and so more. much stuff. Right.
1: Right. So like the more. stuff smelling of bleach and how clean everything was in the RV and all that kind of shit. Um, and listen, I eventually got to a place where I view it favorably. Not that anybody gives a shit, but but I got to think through this kind of stuff. And, and, and a lot of, I look at a lot of stuff through the prism of movies that I love. You remember um, Apollo 13? Of course. Okay. In the third act, when no one knows if the astronauts are going to get home safe and we're in his wife's house with the grandma and they're sitting there and they're watching an old interview of Tom Hanks as the astronaut on TV. And he's talking about when he was in the war and how, he was a Navy pilot and going to land on an aircraft carrier and there was an electrical short and he was out of fuel and, and his radar went out and blah, 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 blah. And he didn't think he'd be able to get home. And then the last thing is a little map light went out. So now he's in complete darkness and he's like, well, now I'm gone. But then he saw the phosphorescent algae getting kicked up by the engines of the aircraft carrier that led him all the way home. And he's got a great line. I, I don't know if it was probably a screenwriter the road. he said, you never know what events are going to fall into place, you know, to get you where you need to go. So in this, it's it was it was uh, uh, something as simple as a hose draped across an otherwise perfect lawn that a lesser detective might have dismissed. Okay, and, and
0: that's what I love about it. And what I love, yeah, is me Going up, and especially as a woman detective, I mean, not to bring in
1: yeah. that,
0: but like to go and say my intuition. And the person's like, yeah, you know, run that down. They didn't say, she okay, let's herself. go get, the, you yep. know, let, let's let's find that out because. Yeah you know like i'm sure you've been in meetings where people are like you say something and and they're like what they don't just because they don't get it doesn't mean that it's not a good idea
1: 100% 100% and, and i yeah. feel
0: like that's what it was in this in this case and again the perfectionism within that framework it's like every little detail is so glaring because the house was so perfect because yeah. when you have a perfect house like that you can't exist with that hose like that you know what I mean? That is something yeah. that would drive you crazy, you know.
1: Was Westerfield married? Was his wife at home or anything that we know? No, he
0: he was had uh, was divorced twice.
1: Okay. He, College um, aged kids, right? I remember that part. What did,
0: what did you think of the, his interview talking to that uh, reporter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Uh huh. What. I found it. I just, you know, when he's trying to hit on uh, the, you know, I, it just he's a creep show, man. He, he's just, uh, it was it was weird. I it's I. It always, I always get a little creeped out hearing the voices of the of the bad guys. You know, yeah.
0: like yeah. that always that
1: Especially always gets. You
0: kept are you gonna edit this out. <laughs> and it yeah, was like- you're gonna
1: edit that right. My name, you're going to edit that, right? <laughs> right. I
0: mean, I didn't even get it. It was so awkward and uncomfortable. And I'm sure oh, it was- he, wanted
1: to, he wanted to be edited because he wanted to sound cool. He didn't want to sound like he stumbled over anything. You know, he wanted to, he wanted to look like a player. You no, know? but
0: edit what? They're just asking him questions. Like it didn't even I, make sense. And it's funny because the reporter's like, they're not even biting down on that bone. They're like, dude, we want to, you're freaking guilty. We want, you know what I mean? Like, but it was like, I can imagine the moves with Mo as just being so awkward and just being like uncomfortable. And then the dirty dancing thing with Danielle and and how she's I'm not, I'm sorry, not Danielle, but her mother Brenda.
1: Yeah.
0: I had to have been like, you know, totally buzzed to kind of move forward with that. And I I just find it like this guy is completely awkward and yet. He didn't present as anyone that you would be worried about, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's also scary. It's really scary, you know? I think
0: that, you know, Jennifer Shen, the forensics um, expert, was like, you know, this could have been, you know, it's just unbelievable. And then, you know, he's this engineer, he just kind of looks like a nerd, but he's, he's, you know, he just wouldn't be someone that you would think. Right. You
1: know? No, of course not. And that's and and that's the thing. And so um I'm 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 dying to know what happens to him. Uh mm-hmm. and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think I probably have a pretty good idea given all the fucking bleach uh what happened to the little girl, unfortunately. Um uh and uh and it's just I, I just go kept thinking about about the dad. Cause you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those things, man, where you're, ah, did I tell you what? (laughs) And not at all in comparison, not at all, but we've all had moments like this. A couple of years ago, my brother uh, and his family, they like camping a lot. They bought one of those big sprinter vans. That's like a camper inside. Okay. And it was like brand new. And my brother's wife is a cinematographer and she's always somewhere in the world. And they were meeting uh, at her mom's house, and North Carolina. So she was flying in from Europe and my brother and his daughter were driving from LA. Okay. And they're loving this van and it's fucking brand new, right? Brand new. And it's like four o'clock in the morning. And they're like two hours away from their destination somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere, North Carolina in the woods. And there's a gas station. And he goes, oh, you awesome. know what? He's like, you know what? We can make it with the gas that I have, but then I'll have to get up early in the morning, get more gas. So I'll just stop here. Okay. So he pulls in the gas station and he fills it up and he gets back on the road and then it hits him. It's a diesel engine and he filled it with regular gas. Okay. (laughs) And it's a brand new car. And as soon as he realizes it, the car fucking breaks down and he calls me in the middle of the night. And he's, and he says, I'll always remember what he said. He goes, you have no idea the burning in my stomach right now. He said, if I had a time machine, I wouldn't go back in time and kill Hitler. I would go back and put diesel in my truck 10 minutes ago. Because that's what I would do. That's how fucking bad I feel. Right. And so yeah. we've all had, and, and they, you know, it was under warranty and they fixed it and all that. He was just embarrassed. And he's like, Oh, what a stupid decision. Like all of that. And so we've had moments where like, Oh man, I wish I hadn't said that. Or I wish I hadn't done that. Or I wish I had turned right instead of left. And I, and gosh, I hope for everybody that, that feeling isn't something as serious as like i wish i would have locked that door you know or, i wish i would have checked on my kids before i went to bed because that's something that that you never that you never get over you know
0: you, you never get over it and then the and then the mom you know with the dirty dancing it's like i i i think that's so relatable because it's like imagine being that close to the person that that you know you know, yeah. I mean, I, I feel I know. so <clears throat> so bad for these parents in in both scenarios. You know what I mean? Because she's never gonna forget that.
1: No, of course not. It's she's like
0: never gonna forget seared that. Seared
1: into her brain. You know? Wow. So it's these cases that I really enjoy because it it, it really kind of invites you, or at least allows you, you to the psyche and oftentimes the suffering of the survivors and into what the thought process is of the, of the accused or the, the guilty, you know, and just, and really get into the human element, which is something that you do a lot in your work. Um, so it's really interesting. And, and uh, I'm kind of in a macabre way, looking forward to part two, because I hope the guy fucking burns. Um, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I, I hope it's terrible. Okay.
0: giving you, <laughs> Everything you ask for, Brando. Great, Great.
1: Great. Dirty (laughs) Dancing, forensics. You know, that's this has everything. This show has everything, people. Um, All right. Well, listen, I have got to go, um, but I obviously really enjoyed this episode very much, and I'm looking forward to its conclusion. Um, So, Murder Chronicles Nation, thanks for hanging in there uh, and for uh, you know joining us every week. It means a lot to us. Uh, please consider supporting the great companies that support our show. And um, <clears throat> we will catch up with you next week. Carolyn, anything you'd like to add?
0: Nope. Oh, just from the producer, Brandon Morgan, who's amazing and so talented. and Singer,
1: singer, singing voice. Okay.
0: <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. I am Carolyn Massorio with Brandon Morgan. And we'll see you around.
1: Stay safe out there, everybody. The Murder Chronicles
0: is a Pie in the Sky production recorded live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We are produced by Brandon Morgan and myself, music by Soundstripe. For Pie in the Sky Media, I'm Carolyn Osorio, your writer and host. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old.